You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. listening to funky monkey mma so what's up guys i'm here with a former guest and a guy making his return to the cage uh michael humphrey man how's it going good i'm feeling great hell yeah no i so you got a uh a fight coming up here november 18th it's gonna be at the wind river casino in Reading with yep, with fights. rogue fights 37 Mike so Brown. Oh yeah, no. It's, so, so I do want to talk about the fight specifically, uh, your opponent, all that stuff. So, uh, but I, I wanted to start the episode just uh, setting it. So, I ran into very recently at the Titans Cage sixteen, which was a lot of fun, and I want your thoughts on. And, oh man, <laughs> and that fires you up, huh? Oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. no, was a good. That was a fun card. So. Uh, that's why I wanted your thoughts on it because it was a. I, I thought it was, it was a, a great, card. You get hammies, man. I love it. So you just bring it. So, uh, but you you mentioned that Funky Monkey MMA had gotten in contact with you, wanted to have you on their show. Ingo, bango, bango. You you wound yeah. up realizing, hey, wait, Dave kind of was connected to these guys. So uh, we're doing. A, I don't. I just don't again. What's that? I was just like, why don't I just go through Dave again? Well, and so that's what this is. I, I like to call him a swap cast, which means I'm doing what I want to do, and then and then you can yep. use the audio how you want. But uh, just uh, to cover Funky Monkey's, um, you know, interest, I, I was going to cover some topics with you. Uh, but yep. my, uh, it was, I just think that's cool, man. The MMA community, like you run into, uh, I, was it Rob over at Funky Monkey? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's cool. Like, Raw, you know, you bump into him, and then I have done interviews with that show. So, anyways, what a small community, you know? I think it's yeah. cool. And I love how it's all intertwined and uh, connected. Yeah. But, uh, man, so, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about your fight specifically. Uh, so I did want to jump into the Titans Cage 16 with you. It went down September 30th at the McClellan Conference Center. That was my first time. Did, did you go to the last Titans Cage? No, that was my first time. Also, okay. Well, well, that's their first. That's their first time at the McClellan Conference Center, and they moved from uh, the Sacramento Red Lion. I'm saying it wrong, but um, anyways, just a bigger facility where pros were. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I thought it was a great vibe, uh, great crowd. It was full. Oh, I-, I loved it, man. It was a great atmosphere. I loved the atmosphere. The uh... The, the, the way that they ran the event was really, really smooth. Um, it was great footage all around. Like, uh, security was awesome there. And the fights, the way they were matched up was so beautiful. The I... way they matched everyone up, there was upsets. There was there was surprise wins. Like, there, there was stuff that was coming out the hat that no one saw. 
and everything, and it was it was awesome. It was a great Titans cage event. Yeah, and uh, did did so a few like you said upsets. You know, it's kind of funny we're we're talking about amateur fighters, but there was a lot of uh, you know tension built up between a couple of the opponents, and then like you said, the matchups. I, I thought the matchups matchups were fair. I actually talked about that in my uh, my little pre-fight show. I, I thought they were very fair, and and they did great, man. It was it was a great card, good good fights, and card. It was fun. It was fun. So, like I said, man, it gets you fired up. I, did you have a fight in particular? You were like, oh man, I can't wait to get in there. Particularly, the one that fired me up the most uh, had to be Andrew Chavez and Cody Vogels for the one fifty five title because. Um, that's my new weight class. Like I, 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 am dropped down to 160 to, uh, uh, fight 155s and 145s finally. And, um, that's my new weight class. And just seeing how, um, someone that I look up to and everything, Andrew Chavez, just the way he was working his angles, the way he was landing a lot of his punches and head kicks was just crisp and beautiful. And he definitely deserved to walk out there with the belt strapped around his waist like he did. Oh man, he he put it together. He did his striking. I, you know, he had four out of five sub, submissions, four out of five finishes by way of submission going into that. And I mean, he isn't one to just rush to the ground, but I mean, he's super comfortable there. So to see him push himself and stand with a dude who, I you know, he'll bang with you, you know, and he will. He has caught guys and. Uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, it was a that was a really good one. It did go decision, and and uh, yeah, that was a fun one. So yeah, you're already doing your homework here and just research. Andrew's a tall kid, though. Andrew's really oh yeah, he is. He's tall and long, and that, that's uh, he. He's such a great fighter at 155. Like, um, just I've I've watched his old fights and stuff, and studied him because I, I want I, I love the way he fights, just his striking style, everything that he does was so crisp that night. He just, he nailed it. Yeah, it's his, I, I just saw so many, see, here's what I like when you guys post things, you know, whether you're amateur or pro, whatever, especially leading into a fight is, you know, you go looking at, oh, hey, what's that, what's that main event kid Andrew Chavez up to? And I get to see, oh, he's been working a lot with Sam Toomer. You know, Sam Toomer's this technician on the feet and, you know, you got to see that translate in, in so many ways. Very cool. So yeah, it was amazing. Oh yeah. It. Well, I, like I said, running into you there, man. You you talked about the drop a little bit, but you were super skinny, and I and I noticed it. But I uh, you when you drew attention to it and said how you were fighting at the lower weight, I go, whoa, yeah, you, yeah, where did you go here? You know, and it really you know stood out. So uh, I was going to ask you about like you were walking around at what about on um, on that day. Uh, that day I was walking around at right around like 157. Um, okay. I was, uh, I was right around the cusp. Uh, I was walking low because I was thinking that I was going to compete the week after, but the event had got canceled and everything. Um, and so they, uh, originally I was supposed to fight for a 155 title October 7th and it got scratched. And so I ended up taking a job for a minute and uh working and training and then uh got called and asked if i wanted to fight for rogue fights and i i've been wanting to fight for rogue fights for a while i've got a lot of family in reading and um it's nice because i'll be able to fight in reading and it's right in between my 
hometown fans and developing new found fans in the Sacramento area. So it's going to be a really special fight for me because, uh, you know, I've been working a lot with a lot of different fighters around California and Oregon, um, pros, Amis, uh, you know, and I've had the wonderful opportunity to work with some of the, you know, big, biggest names in the UFC. Like, uh, I get to work with Chael Sonnen this, uh, uh, next, hopefully within the next couple weeks, I'm supposed to be going up to, uh, Portland and working with Gracie Barr. I'm hoping to, um, if everything can line up right. Um, if not, then I'll be continuing training where I have been and, uh, down here and everything with the same people. And I'm going to come out on top of this fight. Like, uh, like I have been, um, thinking I'm coming out on top the whole time. You uh, still training with Carnage? Um, unfortunately, no. Uh, so I had an incident happen where both my lungs collapsed and filled up with fluid. So I, uh, it was right after a jiu-jitsu competition I had, and that was part of the reason why I decided time for me to drop weight classes. Mm. Um, I my lungs got really, really bad to the point where one doctor was thinking he was going to have to take one, um, which would have sucked. It would have ended, it would have ended everything for me. It would have yeah. ended my fighting career. And, uh, so I decided that I was going to try, um, doing breathing treatments and the inhalers, nebulizing machines, like the whole nine yards. And it cleared me up. Uh, they did have to, go in and withdraw a lot of fucking mucus it was gross <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm better now i'm getting back i'm getting back to cardio shape i'm putting on a little bit of muscle i'm walking around at 160 now um you know and i, I feel healthy i feel amazing at this weight class and i can't wait to get to it was it the because i was gonna ask actually ask you because you had a, a fight coming up which i think you already mentioned got canceled and then you had a jiu-jitsu tournament, so I guess this is the one that you you had, and uh, I was gonna, I didn't, I didn't really see you post much about it. it, it so um, the jiu-jitsu tournament was really low key. Uh, it was really weird. Um, <laughs> they usually are. Competing that uh, promotion again. Uh, we weighed in on a Weight Watcher scale. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it was really odd. Um, <laughs> Definitely not a professional atmosphere, especially if you're doing an EBI tournament and stuff like that. And uh, it just it, it threw me off. I did well for performing against a purple belt um, or a perp, uh, or someone of the purple belt class. The, the school he trains at doesn't really have belts, but he was a very high-level competitor. It was my first JITS match, and I'm really proud that I went, you know, four and a half, five minutes out of the eight with him. Um because I had never done something like that, and I was doing it to, you know, say that, hey, I have competed in EBI. Right, or just, like, with EBI rules, basically. Yeah, yeah. I have competed with EBI rules, like, yeah. just to be able to say that, you know? Yeah. Like, and it was fun. It was really fun. It's, I do it all through. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched Fight to Win, which is a great show, and they put on, you know, really cool matchups, but... The uh, the EBI rules, I like that so much more. You know, where you somebody does lose, and I know there is still that time thing and that overtime thing, and you still yeah. get that like maybe finish, but you just get more action, and you it just feels yeah more flowy. I don't know what, what you call it, but 
I, I dig it. So very cool. I'm glad you had fun. But but you you that's where you got you felt like your lungs got squished was against some big, uh, big old. Dude. Well, I had really really bad. I've had really bad issues in my lungs and heart uh, for a long while, and it just uh, it came from birth. Um, I had a drug addict for a mother, um, and wonderful, wonderfully, I was adopted into a beautiful family and stuff, and, you know, got whole life story, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's, that's where it's from, and uh, unfortunately, um, you know, it did cause me problems in my youth, but... I wanted to be a lot healthier and decided that, you know, 170s and being hurt after every fight wasn't my thing. Um, you know, time to drop a weight class. And after dropping a weight class I, and getting everything out of my lungs, all the crud and nastiness, I feel a lot healthier. And um, I feel so much more like, I feel like a new beast. There we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I get it, dude. It's funny because like I'm trying to just slim down for no reason other than just you know I I, I go in the wrong direction. You know what I mean? And it's like it's it's crazy. You go out, you're just like you know you're not even going fast, but you're like wow, I'm so tired, you're just so worn out, and it's not even. It's just you got to build it back up again, and you know, and and a diet too. It's like it's, it's yeah. so much to to discipline. It's it's such a small piece where you go, damn, you guys. Uh, you know, and I'm glad to see you're doing it because you you're not like the tallest guy in the world. So to be fighting welterweights and <laughs> middleweights, <laughs> you know what are we doing? So uh, I'm happy to see you are. You know, you, you you look more like a natural, like like that. You know, a lightweight or or possibly yeah. featherweight. So I, I I really like I really like the idea of fighting at 145s. So I'm thinking that um, after this. I'm going to start making the cut to 45s because I like the idea of fighting in that class. I like the idea of maybe, you know, one day possibly matching up with Max Bless Holloway and taking his belt. You know, I like that possibility. Yeah. Well, and uh, it's it's too, you know, when you're pro, it, you know, you have the day before to rehydrate and, yep. you know, so the, a cut isn't as bad as, you know, these amateur fights at the same day weigh-ins. And uh, that's that's too hard. Yeah, I have been fortunate enough to spend most of my AMI career in pro am uh, promotions, so all my weigh-ins have been Friday, mm. uh, which is nice. Uh, the only thing that sucks though is when uh, this weight cut, since I did drop, you know, from 180 down to where I'm at right now, I'm hungry all the time. Yeah. Hey, I hear you. I like I said, I'm going the wrong direction. I'm still hungry all the time. I hear you. No, that's it's it's a, such a discipline, you know. And I I see so I see, I'm trying so much harder lately. I I'm trying so much harder. And so I hope, you know, when you, next time I see you at a show, maybe you're like, oh, dude, you you look a little slimmer too. So I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it is too. Like even cognitively, you you know, you you're just a little more in tune. Like I notice I come back from. You know, riding my bike around again, not Tour de France style at all, and just kind of, kind of having a pace. But it's uh, you just feel a little like, I don't know, a little. No, I don't feel better because I'm still annoyed. I had to go do it, but you you feel something like, all right, you know, like that's that's what you should be doing. But um, yeah, well, good. So 
I uh, the other you you didn't really say who you were training with. Um. So I'm currently training as an independent, but okay. under the Legacy Fight Team label, and it's my old fight team. Um. I've been with them. I was with them for two and a half years. Uh, my coach recently moved down here, and so I've been working with him. And then uh, training as an independent out of Ultimate Fitness and working with a lot of the coaches there. Oh. But I've been working with a lot of my friends, one that recently just fought at Titans Cage. I've been working with Joshua Martinez, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping to have him corner me um, along along with uh, another one of my friends who trains down in Reading, um, who happens to be my jiu-jitsu coach, um, and have him also in my corner. Okay. Oh, you're up in Humboldt right now. No, I'm actually, I'm still in Eldo. Okay, yeah, I thought, because anyways, you keep saying down, and I always say Redding is up. Oh my gosh, I, I, my direction and everything is so, everything's down to me. (laughs) Exactly. Well, uh, anyways, well, it'll be, I I do want to talk more specifically about the fight, but yeah, you, 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 I just didn't catch like a, uh, you're just kind of cruising around and, and then. Like yeah, right now, um, my ultimate goal, cool. uh, like I said, and got pretty good talking with them, uh, I honestly want to be training with MMA Gold. That That's the ultimate goal there. I've been wanting to train with them since I came up here, and I, and I made the mistake of not going there right away, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it cost me. It cost me my spot. It's, it's time to earn that back, and part of that, earning that back was, you know, getting the weight class that Dave Hirschbein and Doug Casbier and all them wanted me to fight at. And that wasn't 170s. I'm not a 70-pounder. Right. You know, uh, they have their 170-pounders that are, you know, Max Griffin, a <laughs> UFC superstar, yeah. is a 70-pounder. He dwarfs you. <laughs> I look like a dork next to him. That's like, what I'm saying, no, man. He, he's, no, you know, he's if the opportunity arises after this fight and they invite me back to train with the MMA Gold Fight Camp and I, I, I stick it out through the development bases and development into an MMA Gold Fighter, I, I hope that chance arises again because, honestly, I, I love that more than anything. Yeah, you know? so I, I brought up with the Titans Cage too was it was a lot of MMA Gold versus Alpha Male, you know, and uh, you know, I, there's I don't hear a lot of that like back and forth, you know, but... I think there is that, you know, uh, competitiveness in the region, you know, between them. And anyways, it was pretty cool to see it, it wound up being kind of split, you know, and I thought it was pretty cool. It, uh, there is a, they do have a great amateur team and, you know, like you brought it back to Griffin, they have Aspen La, they have Yaya Rincon, you know, I mean, they, they have so much talent. So. Yeah, and it's, and it's not just that, you know, like a lot of my friends train over there. Joshua Martinez, right. one of their amateurs, it's, you know, he, he's on the rise. He's a featherweight on the rise. Um, he trains over there. Uh, B. Blake Benson, uh, he trains over there. You know, Steven Gruber, they're one of their pros, he trains over there. All three of those guys I really look up to and really enjoy training with. Yeah, no, they're, I, they're, you mentioned that those are great guys. And now they have a great, great team. So, well, I. I I think you go smash this dude on November 18th and, um, you know, anyways, it, you could see the work you've been putting in. So, you know, keep it up, man. That's, I, I Thank think, you. yeah, you'll, you just keep saying what you want, dude, and you'll get it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I think I want to make sure I cover, uh, what funky monkey MMA wanted to cover with you. So <clears throat> they were interested in the idea of, so, uh, you know, you are also, uh, you had said like a, 
you you had said a part of the a marijuana industry, the dispensary industry. I just didn't clarify with you at the time, like like how or what. So I was gonna say, hey, what do so you do? What I do, um, what I do is I have this little uh, this little talk show I do with my girlfriend, um, who uh, uh, she's also she's an upcoming makeup artist on Instagram, um, and uh, me, I'm sponsored by um, three dispensaries. And within those dispensaries, I have what's, what we call uh, sub-sponsorships. They sponsor the dispensary, and they also sponsor me. So Care by Design, um, one of the people, they want me to be a, uh, an advocate for them. Uh, and, and under Care by Design is Can of Craft, um, Absolute Extracts, you know, all these really good Carvana, all these really good pen top companies. So I demo all these products for them on my channel, and I talk about the medical properties of what's in them, um, talk about uh, the effects uh, behind it, what it's used for, um, the different ways it can be applied. And um, honestly, after a while, what it does turn into is it's honestly a chill, safe environment for guys and girls to come and just chill, hang out. And it's what I like to call a virtual smoke sesh. Um, and we're just all chatting about weed, basically. And it's, you know, we don't, we don't bring up politics. We don't bring up race, religion, all this crap that's going on in the world. We sit there and we chill out and we talk about how it's helping us in our lives and what it's done for us instead of pills. You know, like for me, I used to be 256 pounds my senior year taking, taking Guampazine, Seroquel, Concerta and four other pills just swarming my body. I think I took a total of 36 pills at one one time throughout the day. Now I take two tokes off my bong and I'm good. Yeah. You know, and I'm also 100 pounds lighter than what I was my senior year in high school. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I was uh, I wasn't laughing at the channel at all. I I was just laughing at like it's really it's it's just interesting to see. The, the connection you can create through just even a YouTube channel and log in and join. Hey, here we have a Facebook Live going. Hey, join in. Uh, you know, if you're there, throw something in the chat, you know. It, it's that cool to just become a part of something. That's kind of why I like the MMA bubble so much is, yeah. you know, you, you throw out a tweet and it's kind of fun to, like, see people's interactions and, uh, you know, just play with it in that, like, niche atmosphere and... You know, some people don't have fun with it, but, you know. Yeah. The cool thing about it for me was how fast it really grew. You know, mm -hmm. I've only been doing the channel for about three weeks now, and I have already have over 600 people that are following the channel. I have over 100-something people that tune in daily that replay the channel on a constant daily basis, and then I have over 1,000 people every day that tune in. So it's freaking awesome Jeez, being able, and we yeah, sit there for an cool. hour, an yeah. hour out of your day. It's a podcast. You're doing a podcast. I mean, basically, it's like exactly a... that's exactly what I'm doing, and it's yeah. it's a literal hour out of my day where I'm sitting there, I'm chilling, <laughs> I'm getting to chill with my girlfriend, smoke 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 a little bud, chill out, and talk how it's helping helping me, what it's doing for me, and why I do smoke, and advocating on why you know you don't just have to smoke. There's other ways to ingest it, and I, I I hate how negatively it's it's looked at in the in the community. And one of the biggest steps that I love is CBD 
is officially off USADA's ban list. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. It was a huge step. Yeah. I, I huge see. step. Then, and so now my dad um, can now go and, you know, if he wants to get in that industry, can start manufacturing CBD uh, pen tops and stuff like that and get into that industry and stuff and start selling to the dispensaries that way. You know, it's, it's just, it works that way because a lot of fighters look for alternative medicines instead of pills to put in their bodies. Yeah. Well, and you brought up the community and I, I think it's, it, the walls are breaking. I mean, it, the, the amount of recreational use of it and, and it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's crumbling, but in the fight community, I mean, right here, we have a, a Nate Diaz. I mean, he's he's blowing up in that world with his MMA. And then Ian McCall, he's another one who, uh, you know, just it's uh, it, anyways. It's just interesting the the MMA connection with it. I mean, shit, Rumble Johnson, yeah. his retirement, his retirement was him going into the cannabis industry. Like, he now has, he now owns a dispensary out in wh- whatever city he's from, but he now owns a dispensary that's actually doing really well, and he left to pursue that. And now, kudos now, to him, you know? Now possibly coming back at heavyweight, because maybe he was just, you know, kind of having the munchies too much. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, anyways, yeah, no, I think uh, it's just, it's, it's an interesting piece that, you know, the MMA bubble, dude, I mean, they're, you go on Twitter and it's, everyone just seems open to whatever, If you know, yeah. I, granted, of course, it's not always like that, I hate to say always, but the people I follow, it's like, you know, Amanda Nunes, she's, she's, uh, she's homosexual, right? She, her partner's in the, in the UFC also, whatever, you know, and, and they actually get pissed. Why don't we broadcast that more? If it was another sport, we'd be blowing this up, you know, so... The, uh, the MMA bubble with, like, marijuana, pff, I mean, <laughs> nothing, right? You know, yeah. so. Uh, but you, you brought up the CBD thing. Great, it's off the USADA list uh, because I see so many athletes, Leslie Smith, uh, Nate Diaz, um, you know, the infamous CBD pen at the post Exactly, at the, at the conference. Yeah. But, but, but people didn't understand what it, what, what it was he was doing, so... You know, it got this negative light of like, wait, what are we doing? But um, it's a healing agent. It helps with inflammation. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I hear Joe Rogan talk about it all the time. So, it's, uh, but it, so you talk about it, man. I, I think it's cool. I mean, for CBD, for me, like a lot of times, if I'm, uh, if, if I'm, because a lot of times after my workouts, I get lower back, lower back pain, you know, my knees ache, stuff like that. It helps arthritis, joint pains. Um, inflammation's big. Uh, I knew, so after my fight back in January, days ago, the only mark I had on me was a goose egg. The side was about this big, but it was a goose egg and it stuck out of my head. It hurt so bad, but there was this, it just was swelled up beyond, beyond belief. And, um, we took some CBD tincture and had rubbed it in and everything. And then I took two CBD pills 15, 20 minutes later, the swelling had went down about halfway. I didn't feel no pain. I could wear my hat, and it didn't feel like I had a throbbing headache. Like, it just, it helps you get along through your day. 
you know, and without putting nasty chemicals in your body because CBD is a natural chemical that already is in your body. You're just putting more in there. Yeah, I think the, the idea of it, too, it, you know, there's no... Um, there's no, no psychoactives in it. There's Yeah, exactly. There's nothing that's, like, getting you, like, stoned. That's not what it is. It's yes. Yeah, like you said, it's something naturally occurring in your body, and you're just pumping it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so... Uh, and I just hear so many fighters advocate for it, and I see so many podcasts and MMA sponsored by CBD. Yes. And- more and more and more fighters are starting to support and uh, get sponsored by CBD companies. And I'm telling you, within, I want to say, within at least five to seven years, we're going to see a lot of these pros that, you know, are, that aren't in the UFC that can have the sponsor logos. There's going to be a lot of pros within five to seven years. I want to say at least half of them will have some type of CBD logo on either their banner, their shirt, their shorts, you know, whatever they're walking out with, they're going to be sponsored by a CBD company. Yeah. You know, uh, is it LFA? I think they, uh, not every fighter, but like a lot of the fighters, they come out with a, um, you know, and if you ask me exactly what the, what the vape, thing was but it's like some sort of vape company which i mean you know they they do have uh you know the cbd stuff or you know they whatever you want i guess but um yeah it's that that, like you said that's kind of where it's going where it's just going to be posterized in places and plastered in places yeah as a legitimate like hey come try it you know this is a legitimate product to use and and help you function and you know so, yeah, I hear Joe Rogan talk about, like I said, all the time, and you see the articles pop up in MMA and, and fighters talk about it. So uh, the other piece was just anything that I, you know, uh, like I said, the Funky Monkey was really interested in, in having you dig into that for them. And, and so anything else that we didn't really cover with that? that Not know? really. If okay. you guys ever want to check out, um, anyone checking out the live video on Facebook, if you guys ever want to check out the Periscope, it's the West Coast Weed Preacher 916. Uh, we usually do our shows between like 7 and 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Um, tune in. It's a chill atmosphere. We we just sit there and talk. Like it's usually about anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I'll I'll make sure I subscribe. But uh, West Coast what? West Coast Weed Preacher. Weed Preacher. Gotcha. Um, no, I'll. I'll Give you a subscription over there. And then uh, 916, you said? Yep. All right, cool. Uh, no, that's great, dude. I, that's that's so cool to, to see it grow so quickly, you know, because I, I think, like, doing the NorCal thing, it's it's interesting to see, you know, just focusing on it for the little bit I have. Like, wow, like, that's cool. You know, I think you're pulling way bigger numbers on, like, your YouTube, you know, but... but well, it's not even it's not even a YouTube thing. I don't I don't do the YouTube thing because I like keeping it low key. I do it on an app called Periscope, and it's oh. just a live streaming app. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, there you know, um, because I don't look for endorsements or anything. Uh, that show that I'm doing already, I've had two companies that want to sponsor it, um, that want to come forward and be like. Yeah, can you hang a banner behind you or wear our T-shirt and stuff, and we'll give you free product. And I was just like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like 
Yeah, how hard is it? Give us a topic to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had fan mail come in through our mail. <laughs> nice. It was it's really cool. It's like we have our own little fan base now, and it's it's really cool. I like it. Yeah, well, it would be cool. I mean, uh, putting it on like we're running something on Facebook Live right now, and yeah. You know, just just uh, having other other you know platforms running and uh, just because yeah. it's funny, man. Some people are like like I'm going to take what we're doing and then I'm going to put it on YouTube and I'm going to yeah. put an audio one to give to Funky Monkey, but Funky Monkey MMA, but then one to put on SoundCloud and uh, yeah, man. Just it, it sounds like you're doing a podcast, so uh, yeah, lots of avenues. So. Um, Okay, I thought you were doing a YouTube. Yeah, no, I know what Periscope is, and uh, but yeah, I think it's great, dude. Very cool. The and, thing I like Periscope is the thing is I can drop my location, and you can go on the map. And the thing is, anyone from Sacramento, anyone from Auburn, they can just zoom in on the map, and they can go right to El Dorado Hills, and they can look at a red dot and click on it and find our broadcast. Like boom, and it's it's so much easier than typing in all these keywords to try and find someone's broadcast on YouTube. You know what I, I don't like about it as much is that it's hard to, you know, like the the chat. There's no way to go back and see it at all. Uh, yeah, no way. You just got to pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the only part I don't like because then people like say something. You're like, oh wait. Now, granted, you just go, hey, I missed that. You know, say it again. And sometimes they do, but you know. yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that I guess could be a bummer is yeah, you do miss questions a lot, but. Um, that's always why, like, um, I, I call my girlfriend my co-host, uh, <laughs> yeah. because half the time I'll sit there and uh, we'll catch questions, and then I'll miss one, and she'll be all, babe, 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 and then catch the question for me, and then she'll be able to answer it. Nice. And so it, it's really nice having ha- having my sidekick. Oh, yeah. No, very <laughs> cool. Um, well, so the other pieces that I wanted to go over with you that, you know, again, I'm sure Funky Monkey MMA wants to know also, yeah. you know? We want to know about the fighting too, but is uh, so you got road fights thirty seven coming up, like we said, Wind River Casino in Reading. Uh, you, the name of your guy, what's it? What's his name again? His name is the Caveman Rocky Batten. Rocky Batten, yeah. He's got Inktown MMA. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you, like, what else do you, do you know much about him? Like, how much? I don't know really much about the guy. I know he's uh, currently either two and two. Two and four or three and three. I know he just fought out at King of the Cage against the worst 155er in Nevada, in Nevada according to Tapology. Um, you know, he won by a decision or guillotine. But, you know, like, I, I'm not too worried about what he's doing. I'm going in there to fight my fight. Um, I've been training my ass off for this. I haven't had a fight pretty much since January. I had a casino fight back a couple months ago but it, it was a slouch it was a casino fight it was more of a smoker for me um knock off some cage rest uh but it, this is where it counts i'm i'm in, i'm back in my weight class and i got something to prove i went back on mma gold and i gotta prove that so you know i'm not i'm not fighting for a decision here this time uh, uh you know my last my last two fights i've had went to decision um Except for the Reno fight. My Reno fight, I got a knockout. It's time to show it in a sanctioned fight at Reading that, you know, I can handle business. 
Yeah. You know what, man? I, I, I know there's so much pressure put on the finish and, um, but before I do share, I, I see, uh, Casey Saunders hopping into the comments and, uh, which is, I think cool. He's got a fight coming up on yeah, Saturday, like King of the cage in Orville. And, uh, anyways, he, he said, what's up. And, and then he also asked if I, I would be the King of the cage. Are you, or maybe you too. Are, are you going to go? Yes, I am going. I have already bought tickets from Casey. Hell, ah, oh, very cool. Hell yeah! And uh, no, I uh, I messaged him for credentials, and um, you know, I, uh, I I've done so many in a row. I was, you know, not burned out, but you know, I, break. I got a day off tomorrow. It's like hang out with the, you know, get to just hang out with the wife and that UFC two sixteen. So I wasn't killing myself. Like I'm sure if I messaged again, put a little pressure, like you know what I mean, but. Yeah, yeah, they didn't message back, and I, I was like, I'll. Just, but I feel bad because then it's like, oh, you don't get to post the results, and you don't make their fighter profile. But then I hope they understand, and <laughs> you know, you'll be on the next yeah. fight, and we'll do it the next time. King of the Cage is obviously a great promotion. They've been around since 1998. They're, you know, they know what they're doing, but they go in casinos. They could give a shit if I cover them. You know, and uh, I'm not going to stream the fights, so it's it's uh, you know it's it's not not even you know given live results is good. I, I get all of you guys. You go, oh man, thanks for posting that. I couldn't make it to the fight, so I know even just posting live results is important. But um, well, I know I know Rogue fights could definitely use credentials for live streaming from NorCal. That would be dope. Oh yeah, no, I so it's just um it's just it, it so it just came down to like you know. Hey, so I hope Casey understands. I, I do hope he has a blast, and I know he was he was fired up with well, some. He doesn't get live stream from somebody. I'll live stream his fight. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, I know you. But uh, um, and seeing him at Titans Cage too, he was he was excited to fight someone kind of more his size. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, I just hope he has a blast, and um, I, was, I, I think it'll be it'll be a good one, man. Uh, and the cards too. They, I don't know if Apol has an an opponent or not. Uh, I thought he was fighting McDonald. Seems like he's still fighting. But yeah, no, last time when I was talking to Casey about it, they were like, yeah, it was this guy waiting on this guy. And that's, uh, that's been so many cards lately where they just fall apart. So, uh, well, anyways, I, I, I see him, you know, still, still there. And so I hope he has a blast and again, (laughs) not mad at me, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, so, uh, the other one was uh, I, I just you you mentioned seeing the fight finishing. Oh, I did. I mention too. I wanted to talk about the idea of decisions. Did I cover that? Okay, I don't think so either. I think I got on a Casey tangent here. But um, so the idea of decisions, man. I, I get your point of feeling that like I got to get this finish. I got. But if you put on a performance that like Andrew Chavez is and Cody Vogels, like we were talking about. They did great, man. That was such a fun fight. It didn't finish, but they both wanted it. You could feel it. It was okay. For me, um, it's not about getting the finish. For me, this fight is more about proving everybody else wrong. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. But again, I think you, the finish is always a blast. <laughs> we all love them, man. That's 
I love putting them on the, the NorCal Fight MMA Instagram, you know, showing, watch this dude choke this dude, or, or watch this girl, you know, knock this girl silly, but uh, I do love those. But it's uh, it, it's just putting on that great performance, and uh, you could do it that way too, man. So like, I'll, I, Don't get me wrong. My performance in January, uh, I felt like I could have – I went three rounds with – boy, we could have strapped up again and win another three. Like, it, for me – Three round fights, I, I use them as punishment because wrestling does take a lot out of you, you know. And for this fight, you know, am I going to utilize wrestling? I don't want to try to. I want to keep it standing. The guy, the guy likes to stand up, so I want to try and keep it standing. I've been working a lot on my stand up over the last six months or so, you know. And you know, I, I do have a lot more work to go. I know I do, but by the time this fight comes, there's going to be a whole new beast mode in that cage. Yeah. And it's not going to be the same kid that was fighting in January. I was going to ask you, I mean, like we said, November 18th is when this happens. You got, uh, you know, a little over a month, you know, about five weeks-ish. So uh, what, you know, what do you see, how do you see these next few weeks? You know, you, you mentioned going up to hopefully Portland, training with some, Training with some Mr. Sonnen, the bad guy, right? And I'm hoping. Hell I'm yeah. hoping. Keep my fingers crossed. I still got to talk it out with a couple people that do train there to see if I can uh, get everything arranged um, and everything. And if not there, then I'll go and train. Um, and I'll go and train. I got invited uh, to go train down south uh, for a couple weeks with uh, with Titans MMA, and uh, they do a lot of cross trainings over with, um, uh, Verdum's gym down in, uh, I think it's towards the San Diego area. I'm not good with down South, but I've only ever been there once. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I, I hear you, man. I, that's why this is the NorCal MMA. So, um, just focus there, but no, that's cool. And, uh, I guess how else did you imagine the other few weeks going and, and, uh, you know, here's our countdown. I mean, I, I'm at 160 already, so my weight cut's pretty pretty simple. Uh, just you know, training my ass off, um, staying mentally focused, eating right, staying healthy, getting my cardio on point, and going out there and showing why I do belong with MMA gold and not an independent fighter. Hell yeah! And then uh, just before we go to Terry Durkin, Hawkman in the comments, just saying, "Hey Dave, hey Michael, and Humboldt's in the house." <laughs> so hey. <laughs> He's awesome, man. I, I had the chance to meet him at Titans Cage, and, and it's cool that very, very awesome gonna... dude. And I'm glad I got his support. I'm hoping he'll be out at my fight November 18th. Um, big shout out also to Neil Flagger. Um, he's making his 125 pound debut. Uh, he, uh, for those of you guys that are on there that know him, um, he was uh, Mike Guy's uh, boxing intern and everything. And uh, yeah, he's making his 125 debut. Yeah, at the fight yeah. card. He was super excited. Uh, yeah, he's, he's all fired up. So that's cool, man. You yeah. get to go do that with someone, you know. And uh, hell yeah! Uh, anything else you wanted to to get out there, you know, um, before we head out here? To, man, I um, currently I'm cornering, <laughs> and uh, I have the honor of cornering uh, two of my friends who are uh, they're zero two, and they're from Oregon. Um, you know, and uh, I have the chance to corner them. They're making their California, uh, they're, they're coming down and fighting in California on the same card I am. And, 
um, I get, I get the opportunity to not only fight that night, but I, I, I love, I love being involved with the fighting stuff and I get the opportunity to corner two or three other guys that night on top of that. And, uh, I have a hidden surprise there for, uh, my lovely girlfriend, um, that's happening, uh, at weigh-in. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that one. Yeah. So hopefully she's there for it. She better be. There. Oh yeah, she will be. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, I, like I said, I'm gonna go and then uh, then follow your Periscope page. So that's cool. You're doing that, yep. man. I'm glad. And then hey. I will stay tuned, man, to, to to see what's coming. Can't wait. And yeah. uh, I do actually, I do actually have shirts for sale. Finally, my first merch. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> but um, they're beast, they're beast nation T-shirts out of uh, ushirts.com. Um, if you want to order them. Order them through me. Uh, you can hit me up on my Facebook um, or, you know, my Insta. If you have it, it's blasted on his thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, definitely hit me up. Uh, it's $20 for youth sizes and 25 for adults. Um, I'm literally just using this to cover my travel costs and do what I love, and that's the fight. You know, I, I don't make a lot being an amateur, but I do it because I love it. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cast Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.